Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Good Risings, I'm Liz Earnshaw, and this is Hash It Out. Welcome back to Intimacy Week. Today, we are going to talk about emotional intimacy. Emotional intimacy is really foundational to long-term intimacy in our relationships. Without it, people tend to struggle in other areas of intimacy as well. So if you're not feeling emotionally connected, it actually can make it harder to feel sexually connected, for example. Today's listener is yearning for more insight into their partner's inner world. Dear Liz, I want my partner to open up more about how she feels. She is unresponsive to my feelings, and I feel so alone in my marriage. Dear Love Learner, Being in a marriage that feels good often requires emotional intimacy. It makes sense that you want to know more about your partner's internal world. When I work with couples in my office, they will often come to me with a list of current issues, fighting a lot, a sexless marriage, loneliness, and often I find that beneath all of that is a deep feeling of emotional disconnect experienced by one or both people in the relationship. When we have emotional intimacy with another person, we can share vulnerable information with them because we believe our emotions are safe. We believe they matter. We can trust that the other person is also going to share their feelings with us. Intimacy is a two-way street. It's hard to be intimate if you're sharing that the other person is withholding. We also build emotional intimacy when we believe that the other person is helpful in response to our emotional state. When we share our feelings, does it feel unhelpful or are they a source of stress relief or do we tend to feel worse afterwards? Essentially, emotional intimacy builds a baseline of trust. I want to offer an exercise to this listener that any of you listening now can also do. So bring to mind an important relationship where you're trying to explore emotional intimacy. When you're thinking about emotional intimacy in that relationship, I wonder how you would rate it. I want you to try to rate it on a scale of one to 10. One being that the intimacy is non-existent and 10 being that emotional intimacy feels ideal. Then I want you to consider what you would need to bring that score up one or two points higher. You shared that your partner doesn't share their feelings and that they also aren't responsive to your feelings. So what would you need to happen so that you could feel like they're being more responsive to your feelings? Would you want more conversation? Would you want them to learn how to listen better to you without offering solutions? Would you like them to stop shutting you down? I also want to encourage you to get curious with your partner. Perhaps they don't see emotional intimacy as something important to them. This is possible when we have what's called meta-emotion mismatches. I could do an entire week on those, and maybe I will, but essentially, meta-emotions are the feelings we have about feelings. 
Sometimes one partner will feel that emotions are helpful or think that emotions are helpful. It will feel cathartic and connective to talk about them. And for other people, they will experience emotions as unhelpful. They'll feel that emotions are scary or uncomfortable. So if there's a meta-emotion mismatch in your relationship, it would make sense that you're not getting the level of emotional connection that you desire. You can ask your partner what they think about discussing emotions. If they aren't a feeler, it might be more helpful to ask what they think rather than what they feel. Maybe they think that they aren't helpful, that they waste time, that they make things worse. Then you might want to explore the types of intimacy that they do like. Perhaps they feel closest to you when you're doing an activity together. That's experiential intimacy. Or maybe they feel closest when you're having sex, sexual intimacy. By understanding this, then you might be able to share with them that you feel closest by talking about feelings and experiences and what's going on inside. And that when you feel emotionally connected, you might share, it makes it easier for you to lean into other types of intimacy as well. You then might also be more willing to lean into, let's say, experiential intimacy if you realize that your partner is willing to lean into emotional intimacy. We often have an easier time offering the type of intimacy that someone else wants that we don't necessarily desire when our cup is full. The hard part in a situation where you might both be on different pages at the same time is that you both just have to have a willingness to move towards each other rather than waiting for them to meet you there first. Lastly, you might want to think of some low-risk ways to be emotionally connected. Perhaps it's not immediately diving into tough conversations about deep feelings and experiences, but maybe it's having small conversations about daily life and experiences and talking about and asking about how each of you are feeling with those smaller moments. Stay tuned this week as I explore how to build other types of intimacy, like experiential and sexual and physical. If you're facing a relationship dilemma and you would like to hear my thoughts, please send a voice note or an email to questions at goodrisings.com. I'm Liz Earnshaw, a licensed marriage and family therapist, and you can find me on Instagram at Liz Listens. Thanks for listening to Hash It Out. If you enjoyed this episode of Hash It Out, be sure to check out the other Good Risings offerings available in our feed. Until next time, love on your loved ones. And when that gets hard, tune in to me to learn how to hash it out. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. 
Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.